43 feels pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Good morning. Good morning. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And 43 is not our ages yet. (laughs) It's the number of episodes we're in. Which is crazy. I'm still like mind-boggling that we get up. Um, once a week and record a podcast about writing. I know. It's so crazy. It's really cool. Sorry. I now, like, have to shift my chair because I realize I'm, like, super uncomfortable. All right. There'll be some back. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So, so here we are. (laughs) And I think today we're going to talk about motivation. Yeah. I like this little getting back to basic series we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people are running marathons and maybe they have, maybe they're marathons this weekend like Chicago or they've got Marine Corps coming up like we do or a fall marathon coming up. But what about those people who uh, maybe don't have a fall race coming up or maybe they like like stuck it out to finish their fall race and then they're like, now what? And so, or, yeah. Or even if you do have a fall race and you're in that part of the cycle that feels really, really, really hard. Really hard. Which is like how we've been feeling the last week or two because mm-hmm. we're like, why are we doing this? <laughs> this feels hard. Um, so motivation when you don't want to run, but you know that you have to, I mean, I hate to use the word exercise. It's so funny. It's just like it gets under my skin like to like word. use the word exercise because it feels like exercise is something like you do to lose weight or exercise is something you you it's like a punishment. Right. It's like this like exactly. like it's like work versus it being yeah. you know something that's that's fun and enjoyable. I don't but know. But I don't mind the word workout. Which is funny. Right. I just don't like the word exercise. Yeah. No, exercise <laughs> is so, it's it seems dated. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, you have, you have to get out You do out have the door. to have motivation. What do you do? Yeah. And there are going to be days where it feels just awful, so how do you get out the door? Yeah. And I think one of the things to always remember is that you always feel better afterwards. Yeah. Like, you're never going to feel worse for having gone out there, you might physically be like, that was a bad idea. I'm actually not feeling well. Like, I shouldn't have gone and done that. But at least you know. You know? Like, when you're sick or you're, like, feel like you might be coming down with something. like, Or if you're, like, a little bit injured and it's like, oh, this was a bad idea. I should have done something different. But... Like mood wise, I agree. Mood wise, you'll always feel better that's, if you if you go out. Yeah, so, that's the number one thing I use. Is like, okay, I know I don't want to do this, but how am I going to feel after? Yeah, it's there's always that mood boost. Yeah, and then I think one of the best one of the best pieces of advice, like, well, one of the best pieces of advice that Jeff ever gave me was cut whatever your training plan is cut it down to 30 minutes every other day until you feel your motivation come back so that that doesn't that advice doesn't necessarily work if your training block is 30 minutes every other day and that's what you don't want to go do but I always like kind of remember that like 30 minutes is enough and so if I kind of like like really like lean into like yesterday I wasn't sure how I was gonna like if I was gonna want to go for a full hour when we went running and I was like you know what I'm sure Naomi will be fine with 30 minutes and we can just walk the rest of the time 
um, if I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I'll but often once we switch to yeah. fifteen thirty, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like then we end up going for an hour. Yeah, I'll often tell myself like that, like ten minute thing, just like. Just 10 minutes. And, or you yeah. could say, I mean, you could say just a mile. You could say whatever it is. But, like, for yeah. me, I just would say just 10 minutes. See how you feel at 10 minutes. You can turn around. You can stop. And by 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you always are like, no, I want to go further. Yeah, I want to go a little further. So you further. just kind of give yourself that little, like, that permission to turn around or that permission to Yeah, stop. that permission to, like, drop out of it. And then I think the other – I think motivation is a little bit easier when you do have a goal race, when you mm-hmm. do have an event coming up. So, I mean, that – like, Brian is the one that kind of posed this question. And, you know, he – literally does physical activity for the enjoyment of the process of doing physical activities. So for him to say, well, how do you stay so motivated? I'm like, I races, duh. Like I have an event that I have like something coming up that I need to be trained for. And so I think that really helps. And I think people like kind of discount, like he's like not about that. But, like, that can provide some great external motivation. It really, for me, having races helps a lot with the specificity, too. Yeah. Because otherwise I will, it, you know, I would either just do 30 minutes or I would just do, like, I wouldn't know how far to go, how fast to go, whatever. And having the motivation of the race and then structuring or, you know, structuring yeah. a plan around that gives me something to kind of build for. But. Um, I mean, I even know. with the races, sometimes I feel like... For me, with a race, like, I just love running easy, and I love running yeah. long. So, like, like I think I would just kind of, without a race, without, like, a marathon on my schedule, even a half marathon, I would, like, kind of fall back to this... I have this three-week cycle plan that basically goes long run of 8 miles, long run of 12 miles, long run of 15 miles. And then you just repeat yeah. that forever. And that's, like, my favorite plan because it, like, literally you can start a 10-week or an 8-week marathon block right from that. You can jump into a half marathon. You're ready for it. Yeah, you're already trained for it. And it's not that much. I wouldn't say I do ever would do 12 or 15s if I didn't have a race. Like, I would do maybe 6 or 10 because those are, like, distances I like. I love 12 and 15. I love them once long runs. Once I'm trained. But like if I have if I'm coming from, but if you're not always doing anything for months, let's say, which is it, not the case. Yeah, which like when has that ever been? A thing? Oh, it's happened. Like pregnancy before <laughs> before we we started running together. I feel like there would be cycles of I so I had months like it's funny because this year we've had some months that were fifty mile months, yeah. and that's like b- bottom of whatever. Like we ha- you know since we started training together, we yeah. haven't had that except for pregnancy. But there were times before that. Um, where I had 50 mile months, that was all I had. And it was like, and even that was with some races on the calendar. So, you know, it's that consistency. Of course, we've talked about this, like having a running buddy, having a running group, some, that is a huge motivator because if they're waiting for you at five in the morning, you are going to get out of bed for for that purpose. And Brian has a biking buddy and I think that's really helpful for him. Um, I mean, he also just loves going to hit the trails hard. Um, But I'm trying to think of like, what about like when your motivation is high, so you really want to do these things, but your life stress kind of gets in the way? Like, how yeah. do you handle that? Yeah. Well, so that was a question that our one of our yeah. athletes, good friend Lauren, posed. She said, you know, how 
how do you train when you've got when you're getting like five to six hours of sleep? Because she's got she's a new mom, yeah, and parenting is freaking hard. And yeah. you know, five and to six hours. And the answer is don't. I said don't. I don't like. I do not get five to six hours of sleep and train on that. Like that's just not. I I don't like. You know, that's I value sleep. Yeah. More than training. So if, I, if all I'm getting is five to six hours, then I'm getting the sleep instead. Right. And you've got to, like, if you're only getting that five to six hours of sleep and, like, if it's, like, get up or, like, here's the thing. If you're getting five to six hours of sleep and that's not including an early wake up for training, like, you really, like, that's almost impossible. Um, you know, if you're, like, essentially called into action before right. and after those times with like you just you can't train like when are you going to fit that in um and really what you should be prioritizing if you get an hour in the middle of the day is a cat nap yeah like maybe a walk but like your body can't handle the added stress it's uh you only have so much to give and the hard thing is is like for a little while it actually can handle the added stress and you actually might find that it's good motivation and you're running on adrenaline and like you're like I can do it all like I I got only five hours of sleep <laughs> and I ran six miles and like I'm here at work and and everything's yeah. like high alert and high stress but eventually your body will just like break down yeah, from that it's not gonna like that <laughs> yeah my like advice was I mean obviously sleep training the baby is a big thing and that's yeah. you know and she knows that and she's done that and like but the baby's in sick. But I was like, I sleep trained myself. That was like another piece of it that, you yeah. know, she hadn't thought about maybe yet. Or I didn't think of when I only had a one-year-old because, you know, at that time you want to like, when you ha- when your kid goes down, you want to go hang out with your husband and watch movies and whatever or right. catch up on work. And I've been there too. Like I've definitely been where I've burned the candle at both ends and stayed up super late, like studying for my CPA exams and then get up super early to work out, run, whatever. And, you know, that does really, you know, knock you down. So I, like, sleep train myself, and now I go to bed right after I put my little guy to bed. So my daughter is putting herself to bed, but she's 11, and I'm putting my son to bed, and I'm going right to bed. So, like, I'm in bed at 9 o'clock. Yeah. I might not be asleep yet, but I I do not stay up those extra two hours and, you know, steal from my, from my sleep because of it. I think that's really important. Like... <laughs> I think that there are going to be times where you should, I mean, it's all balance, right? There are going to be times where you should stay up and hang out yeah. with your spouse and, yeah. you know. Or but, your friends that are in town that yeah. you haven't seen or whatever. But just know, like, you know, don't plan to get up early the yeah. next day for training. Rearrange your training. Your training is flexible. There's nothing, like, we've talked about this so many times, like, Executing a training plan perfectly is executing it to 80%. So there's 20% wiggle room in there. And I would say with a busy life, like if you shoot for 50%, like good on you. Like you're going to, you're going to see some, I don't know, like fitness improvement, time improvement. Remember as you age, improvement might mean maintaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like that's kind of like weird to think of like right. improvement might mean feeling the same at the same effort level, maybe not faster. Yeah, like, or we just don't it, know. It even is like we were looking at last week with like the charts of you know paces for Boston Marathon qualifying yeah. 
And it is like if five years older, your improvement would actually be a little bit slower maybe than your time was five years ago. Right. If you're looking at like the qualifying right. standard or so, oh my gosh, age group. so much spiciness yes. on, on um, Instagram about the, the ratios of men to women yes. in Boston and like us saying that the women's times and Lindsay Hine Lindsay agreeing. Lindsay Hine was what, yeah, everybody's getting spicy about, not our the, show. The <laughs> women's times should be faster. Well, here's the thing. The women's times, I do, I agree with her. The women's times, 40 and under, should be faster. They should. Right. But I think 50, 55 and older should be way easier. Yeah. And I think the men's times, 55 and older, I think that the, like, that's where that 14% more men are coming from. And I think if you make the women's times easier, boom, you're going to have a 50-50 split in the races. Like, I really do. Yeah. And then the big, the other big component, I think, of the clap back at Lindsay and the other, you know, women who've said that is that, like, look at how difficult it is for women. Like, women weren't even allowed to run these races. Look at how difficult it is for women to juggle all of the house stuff you know, household stuff, the family stuff, the women being the ones who carry babies and and have time down from that. And like, so we're at a disadvantage because we can't train, you know, year round from the age of 18 to to menopause because we are the ones having the babies too. So I, yeah, well, and that's why we need to make it easier for older women to get into Boston. Like, because we've got all these young women who are, like, trying to juggle it all, and the Boston qualifying standard is not that hard, so a whole bunch of young women are getting in. Let's make no mistake. Like, we, we – I mean, we said it. Not everybody's qualifying for Boston right. out there. But but it's a higher percentage of women under the age of 35. A higher percentage of younger women are qualifying for Boston than men. Mm-hmm. And so they're going. So they are – and maybe that's actually a motivator. So they're going, this is attainable. I'm going to balance it all. But then the one, those of us who can't then feel bad. But anyway, I'm not trying to take anything away from young women. What I'm trying to do is advocate that older women should get the same – equal opportunity to get into Boston that the older men do. Right. And age and pace adjusted, the standards for women older it, are too hard. And it's it's on the numbers because you've got a discrepancy of, you know, 1,400 men and 600 women in certain age groups. That's not, that's not yeah. okay. <laughs> like, we should have much, we should have many, many, many more uh, women in their 60s and 70s running right. Boston. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, and the 30 minutes is not the problem necessarily. It's the it's the fact that 30 minutes is an average. So 30 minutes only works for certain age no, groups. No, but that, that it's, 30 minutes isn't even a thing like later on. That's what I mean. So like 30 minutes is too slow for the, it's too, you know, it's not hard enough for the younger women. No. And too easy for the older women. Some, or too something hard for women. happens. So something happens. I haven't looked at average. the standards. Something happens with the men's standards where they jump up a whole lot and the women's standards don't jump it's up as much. It's still 30 minutes at is it? Yeah, like it's okay. 30 minutes, but the difference is that women at 60 or 70 need 40 minutes. And women, right. or no, I mean, I'm sorry, they need 20 minutes. Right. And women at, at 32, <laughs> whatever age, need 20 minutes or um, yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm flipping around. But yeah. Yeah. 
it's the fact that 30 minutes is is too it's an average and right. it doesn't look at the specific age groups and they really need to like adjust them towards right and that's what 25. they need to do they need to yeah. they need to look at they need to look at what are the you know if they, if Boston is going to be and it really seems like at a big race like New York it's the top 7% of an age group they need to find out what is that what is the top 7% of women? Because I got to tell you, just from 35 to 39 to 40 to 44, it was like the top 5.3% and then the top 5.1% right. or the top 7.9% and the top 7.1%. You're losing women along the way. Yeah. You're you're inching it up to just the very, very tippy top of the field. And it should, maybe they should look at that. Like maybe, and, and I also agree that they should decide how many spots they have in each age group. And then, you know, if they have a thousand applicants for like, they have a thousand spots for 60 to 65, like each men and women, and they only have 700 women applicants, those spots should go to another women's group to, to make the field 50, 50, like, because I think that it's dumb that we've got it, or even if it's freaking 40, 40, 50, right now we have 14% more men. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. There's definitely disparities going on because they are using too broad of a of a standard. Like, so they yeah. need to go age group by age group. Yeah. But adjust it. But I mean, people are spicy about it because yeah. they think that uh, everybody's saying that the women's standards are too easy or trying to take away from women. Right. We're not. Like, nobody's trying to take away for women, from women. But I think it's like once you finally go, go, okay, we have reached a little bit of equality. <laughs> like... Let's make it. Let's make it even, even across the board. And I, th- I will say, I think the men's standards and the young men groups are too hard. Like I really do. Yeah. You know, especially when you look at the Olympic trials qualifying standards, and the, even the world records. Like the difference in the times between men and women are is not that giant thirty minutes. Right. It's more like twenty four minutes. Yeah. So. Um. It's interesting because another comment was that. Um, Maybe they should, you know, cap the number of times you can run it. And yeah. I liked that one because that was like, of, yeah. That was one I've thought like about too. Two in a row, two in a row, and then it's a lottery. Yeah, let someone else have their chance because yeah, because yeah, all these people who are qualifying, the running. You know, oh, it's my seventh year in a row right. getting to run Boston, and it's like okay, it's like, great, you qualified every year, but like there are people who've who've worked to get that one one shot. time, and they may not qualify I, again. Right, like I've heard people's stories of like they quote, broke their body to qualify, and they yeah. just don't think... And, like, this so was, like, maybe. a man who was in the 305 and under... And he, like, said he broke his body to qualify, and it just, like, it Maybe what Boston ought to do is get first-timers, first-timers in first. Yeah. And then, then a cutoff time. There you go. I like That's that. That's what they should do. First-time, yeah. like, first-time applicants or people who have, like, maybe they... Like, it will be the first time they're running Boston. So right. maybe they, like... Weren't able to get in the year before. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, because if you're listening, BA. Yeah. <laughs> We've got thoughts. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, it would be really hard to increase that field size because it's such a small race, but maybe consider adding a fall Boston marathon. Ooh, yeah. Like the B2. 
And they do waves, right? They do. So, because I'm, yeah, I'm still trying. I know the roads are narrow and whatnot. Because, like, New York has 50,000 runners. And they do waves. And they. They could not. But they the could not Boston's roads it. are too small, it's, right? It's, like, logistics. Like. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. No. It's, they couldn't even handle Marine Corps size. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so, I guess. But that little tangent aside, yeah. but like motivation back to that for a second, like what are, yeah. do you have any other tricks? I know one trick for me is like putting out all my stuff the night before and that's like a silly little trick, but yeah. I pick out my outfit, I put out my shoes and my water bottle and all my, my lights and everything is out. Oh, I don't do any of that. <laughs> but for me, like if I don't, that's like if I get up in the um, morning and it's not that easy for me, I might go back to sleep. Yeah, I think, I think just like. Remembering that you'll feel better after is, yeah. like, really the greatest thing. One of the other things when you're struggling with motivation, another tip Jeff gave me was, like, go run a different route with different people. Yeah. And so that can really be helpful. Like, I went last minute and did this, like, in April of 2019. I was, like, kind of struggling, and I was going to run the George Washington Parkway 10-miler, and, um, I, but I was like struggling, like, and you were doing, I can't remember, a Lafayette maybe, or well, a Ragnar. You, no, you were doing yeah. Richmond Ragnar. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just kind of struggling. So I went and did this, um, I went and did this race. It was the Endurance, North Face Endurance Challenge. Yeah. And I did the team marathon. The So I ran like a leg of the marathon on trails. So it was like a seven mile out and back and like that kind of like gave me a little bit more like excitement to my running purpose to my running so I was like okay like this is fun this is different and then I really did not I remember not wanting to get up and go do GW Parkway and I got up and I did it and like everything was kind of at training run paces like I look back at like my spring 2019 season and I was like obviously progressing but I wasn't like PRing all over the place and like that's the season I I got my first BQ um we had dove right from 18 fall 18 straight through and that's so for us like that's what we do (laughs) we sign up for these races that's the other that's another way to get your motivation back is do not go from one cycle right into another do not go or marathon cycle right right into another marathon cycle Take some time to step back and it's great to go from one cycle right into another cycle, but like take some time into a 10K cycle and then into a marathon cycle. That's actually what Sarah is going to be doing because she's doing Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. I didn't realize Tokyo was in March. March 5th is coming here. Yeah, I know. That's why it's always going to be like. So she was like, when do I start training? I was like, the week after your uh, Marine Corps 10K. Like, it's perfect. And her distance is because when we do 10K training, you stay up in like the 12 mile, 12 to 13 mile long run range. So she's going to be perfectly set up to start a marathon block. And it's not going to feel like she's been doing mile repeats over and over and over and over and over and over. Like she's had quarter mile repeats, which are so different and fresh and exciting. So. Yeah, so taking taking proper taking, breaks, taking between, steps back, and yeah. even even taking a month off to focus on biking or swimming or doing something else. Like 
I actually feel better like and more motivated in this cycle than I have in past cycles because we did do we took a different break. we took different stuff over the summer yeah. and it was really fun. And I know 23 this weekend was a little rough and we'll talk a little bit about <laughs> that. Um, but it didn't feel like we'd been running 20 milers all summer. Right. So that roughness was a little bit easier to get over. Yeah. So that's that's another tip for motivation. Try something new. And like last summer, I did a lot of mountain biking with Brian. I'm actually I'm not, actually I like something in my stories popped up that I got pink pedals for my bike, and I like still haven't put them on Aww. for my um, mountain, mountain bike. bike. Oh, you gotta put this on. And I'm like, I like am not gonna get to like ride mountain bike trails for, for like a long time. A long time. <laughs> Although I think I could ride them. Uh, like I could ride. Like easy mountain, like cross country mountain bike trails right now. Yes, I just yeah. can't do like jumps and stuff. <laughs> no, and even like, and then after twelve weeks, you probably won't. Yeah. Um. The other one, the other thing I look at or do is like, because like races are great as like, but they're not every day. So every day, the other thing I do is I, being like super busy, I look at my schedule and I say, well, can I move my run to another point in the yeah. day? And unfortunately, a lot of times I can't. A lot of times it's like, well, this is the only time I get to run. So that's my motivator is that, like, if oh, I yeah, don't go do one. it this morning at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., I won't be able to today. Like, my whole Tuesday is yeah. out. Wednesday, like, we're going to get in podcasts. So, like, I look at my day and, like, well, this is my only shot yeah. in the day. So that's, as you know, my a, a favorite, stress motivator. My favorite is when I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I want to sleep in on Thursday. Can we push to Friday? Yeah. And you're like... We can push to Friday midday. And I'm like, yeah, yes. midday. Yeah, so look at your schedule because maybe that's the motivator. And then like, go out in the sun. That can and be like fun too. That can be fun too, running at a different time of yes. day. Like, like taking, like, okay, something else. If you're like not feeling running first thing in the morning, and that's usually when you run, if your work allows you to, go in yeah. early and take a longer lunch so you can run midday. Um, I love, I love being able to squeeze a midday workout in. It feels totally different. You know, it kind of like, it, it like resets the, the feel of everything. Of the day. Like, yeah, you get get back to work, re-energize. I know that was going to be my recommendation, like for Lauren, because is like, can she do a midday run from work? I mean, but if she's only doing five, if she's only getting five hours of sleep, honestly, she should crawl under her desk and take a nap for the day. Seriously. Like, I mean, but, and then it's also, how long has this been going on? When you're, Mm -hmm. when you have a lack of motivation, is it because you've, you've had a lot of stress in the past week and this is going to fade? It's okay to take a week off. It really yep. is. It's it's not like, going to set your it's not going to set training back. Sometimes even like with lack of motivation, giving yourself okay, I have still been training. Like this is like if you've been training and you have lack of motivation, you've still been training. You have lack of motivation. You're not enjoying it. Take three days off. The magic yeah. three days, and then start back. If this is lack of motivation because you've been sitting on the couch all the time, you've got to just get up off the couch. And because by starting again, your motivation will come back. It's almost like a, it's almost like a weird cycle of, you know, you're not motivated because you haven't done it. So you have to do it to get motivated. (laughs) Yeah. And the more you run, the more you want to run and and give your promise yourself, I'm just going to do 10 minutes. Yeah. And you probably, and believe it or not. 
like end up going ten more. minutes is 10 minutes actually is too. also it's great. Yeah, Brian and I went for fifteen a one uh, one and a half mile run the other day, and it was wonderful. Yeah, um, because it was just getting outside yeah. and enjoying some joyful movement. Yeah, and I realized. 30 30s are very fast for some like or yeah we did we did 30 30s and I was like dusting him I was like oh I do run fast <laughs> you do run fast oh my gosh I need to like you'll have to learn how to like run with that. him I know like today is um national walk and bike to school day and Lila wants to run to school I love it so I'll have to so jog cute. her pace obviously yeah I love that pace. though if she we'll see if she gets up and still wants to yeah um but so yeah if you're in that point in the cycle of your marathon training right now where you are at your like almost your peak week or maybe you're at peak week and it feels like why am I doing this? Because every, you know, every weekend you're getting up and doing these super long runs and then weekday yeah. mornings, it's dark now. So yeah, take those three days off or, you know, or 30 minutes. I, I do think the 30 minutes every other unless day. Unless you're, unless you're truly sleep deprived go to the 30 minutes every yeah. other day. And, you know, like we rec, we don't really recommend training plans for newish runners that are more than three days a week for this reason, like three to four days max, because if you're doing more than that, your likelihood of burning out is higher the more days that you have activities planned, the less you prioritize rest. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it is so important to really like think about how much is already on your plate. You know, Sarah, our athlete struggles. I mean, she has a very high demand job yes. as an emergency pediatric emergency nurse. Like she's on her feet. The hours are they're overnight hours. Yeah, it's really and stressful. So to give her more than three runs a week, it's just impossible for her work schedule. Right, Lauren, or like within, double. She we yeah. because she's on her feet all day for her shifts. There's yeah. no such thing as doubling. Like that's not gonna well, work. And her goals, her goals have to be in line with the yeah. training she can do, and that's tough too. And like Lauren, same thing. She's got a new baby. She's got a tough job. You know, like, you can't train, you can't, like, train 15 hours a week when you only have six. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when you have, when you have a total of 15 hours a week to yourself, like, half of those need to be sleep. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to set your goals around, like, realistically what you're capable of right now, like, with everything that's going on in your life. And so, and... It sucks because, like, for some people, like, if it's your career, like, with Sarah, we've talked about it, it's her career. She doesn't – she's not going to change careers because of it. With right. Lauren, baby's going to get older. He's going to get more self-sufficient, and mm-hmm. it will get easier. Like, babies yeah. do grow up. It does get easier. They do – like, you know, you'll have a teenager who you'll never see because they'll yeah. be on their phone or sleeping. <laughs> so you'll have time. I mean, you have an 11-year-old but, that you almost yeah. can just, like, yeah. leave and that do I can whatever leave. because she's – She's like on her iPad. She, she gets, wouldn't even notice that you she left the house. She wouldn't know I was gone. She gets up in the morning, packs her lunch. Like it will change. It will get easier. But yeah. if it's yeah, if it's your career, like it might be a thing where you know if that's not a deal breaker, that's a deal breaker for you because it's your career. You're not going to change your career. Yeah. Then you have to figure out what what do you want to get out of running, and if it's not you know if you can manage it with your schedule, then But remember, even with your career, like most employers have wellness policies. Right. Most employers understand that 
your health is important. important to them and that you're going to call out sick less if you're able to prioritize your health. That's true. And so you can, like, you may not have the flexibility to take a long lunch and do do um, a midday run, but you might. And you might not know that you have that flexibility until you ask, too. Yeah. Like, it all depends on, you know, kind of your boss your like because i know that some people will <laughs> some people will not understand that you have already worked 9 hours and or whatever and you're taking that long lunch because you worked four and a half in the morning and you're working four and a half after your break but people will be like oh well they're always gone for 2 hours like so you just have to like make sure that perception sure, and reality yeah. are so dumb make sure you're communicating it yeah. so that they know and like that yeah they're aware and it, yeah and it should be i agree like there should be most places should have some sort of policy they probably do but but even also if, if it if that's like the biggest work time of the day and you're nest you're yeah. needed there you can't right like you can't schedule it then so then you schedule around like yeah. what we do with sarah you, you schedule things around her shifts and the fact that like she yeah. can you know she just has to do her big workouts on days that she doesn't work. Yeah. So. So, and then um, something else you can do when you have long runs and somebody else doesn't and you want to run with them is divide up who you're meeting when for your long run. Yeah. I used to do that a lot in the fall of 19 and spring of uh, 2020 before the pandemic and I had to start running alone. <laughs> I would meet meet one person for a few miles and then come back and drop them off and meet somebody else for a couple miles yeah. and then I'd be able to get in like my long runs. So it's just like crazy to think that I did 20 milers by myself like you know I did them <laughs> back last then I know it's with, crazy yeah, we, we gotta do what you gotta do sometimes so but nuts. then and then like get you know get motivation for doing something completely different which is what we did like we yeah. got I got my Peloton this you year got road bikes we got road bikes and we like I love all the different classes on the Peloton they're such a good motivator because they're all yeah. different yeah so, which is and it's, so it's nice the, the because cost. they also have the 20 minute classes yeah and like 20 minutes can and feel like a minutes. lot and but, five minutes yeah but it's great because <laughs> you can be like all right I'm just gonna make it through this 20 minutes and like you yes. have a little countdown and you know I actually took a Cody class the other day and I Put the I put it on the easiest resistance, and I just didn't even follow the cadence for it. I just like rode Spun. the bike. Like, I just rode the bike. Yeah, I mean, I pushed a little bit. I just like was tired, and I but I just wanted to like move my legs. <laughs> so yeah, Cody. I mean, I took Cody last night. He always gets my heart rate up into on the bike as high as it'll go. We'll be like in the one fifties, which is um, orange on my car. Yeah, that's pretty, and that's as high as I ever see it, and it's always Cody. Yeah. Thanks, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, I don't, like, I don't know. But you I, don't need that right now. Like, yeah. and that's, you know, you're growing a baby. So, like, it's yeah. like your motivators are different. And, like. But I do, I needed to get back on the bike. Like, yeah. it's been a while. And I was, like, I was, like, looking at a Mount Wilfer's class. And I was, like, but I want music I like. And I know Cody yeah. will play music I Cody like. Cody is a fun pop. <laughs> Fun, silly pop I music. know. And he, like, knows everything about the music. So he's, like, last and night he was talking all about the different songs. And, like, yeah. it's so funny. I took one where he was, like, this is, like, a breakup. And he was, like, took you through, like, all the stages of a oh, breakup. So and, like, yeah, it was really cute. And then um, with, like, pop music. And then... <laughs> Um, you know what, though? Anybody at Peloton that's listening, I would, like, lane break 
where you play where you'd play it to your own Spotify playlist. I wonder if they have because I will I love Lane Break for yeah. like an easy ride. But the problem is that um like it's always to music I don't like. Yeah. So necessarily. I've gotta look at all the features. I know they keep adding more stuff. Like yeah. now they have the free riding where you can go to Netflix and watch anything and yeah. ride to any you know, and so they might have a lane break where you, I don't know, where you can add your own music. I mean you could just, just do an it. open ride yeah. and play your own music. True. But I, I wanna play lane break. Yes. I like lane break, it's fun. So, all right, so we were going to talk about something else, and we, like, teased it, and now I can't remember what Well, we should also talk about our training, because we're... Oh, yeah, we so, should talk about our training. Like I, like we are saying, yeah, we're at that point. I know on Saturday morning when I woke up, and we had we had talked about doing 20, and I get up, and I was just like, do we have to go do 20 miles? It's so long. And then Liz texted me and said, actually, we're doing 23. I was like, surprise! <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to do 23 because I was really close to my highest month For of the year. year. And actually, my highest month since October of 2019, Four which is crazy. Years. Like, that's wild. Which is crazy. I ran, yeah, because I had a 150 mile month in October of 2019. And then I had like 110 or 115 since then. So, wow. We ended up with one, I think I ended up with 129. I, yeah. So, my highest, I mean, I did have. Last fall, I had higher because I had a, yeah. a 170 and then a 145 was my September, October. Then January was 130. We did like 130 yeah. this January, and that was the highest I've had Yeah, since. I was only 126 this yeah. January. So, so, if, so I was like, well, if we do, I was like, great, because if I do at least 22 today, then I'll beat 130. Yeah. So so we started out with our for our 20-miler or 23-miler now. Yeah. Which, which was a six-mile jump from the 17 because we yeah. had 17 two weeks ago. It, it was about an hour and 10-minute jump, too. Or it ended up being an hour and almost an hour and a half because we did a three-hour. Didn't we go a little longer than three hours, though? I don't know. I have to go look now. <laughs> so, so we, so we did jump. 1530s. Yeah. And which felt amazing, right? Yeah. Like, felt great. But I have to say, well, we had to, so your shoes were bothering oh, you. Oh, yeah. Wore so Nike. So I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my Vapor Flies. It's going to be great. It was the wrong choice. And I should have turned back in the first mile, but I didn't. And it was just, my legs were just like screaming at me. They were so, so, so sore. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't get into like a good groove with them. So we were able to do like a little loop back that took us to four miles. I came back to the house and changed my shoes. And then from then on, everything got better on the run for me. Um, Because, I mean, but I actually dealt with a lot of lower leg pain the day after our long run. Like just calf and shin and arch from wearing my vapor flies, which have never given me problems before. But these were the vapor flies I had only worn once before. They're so maybe it's ones. like this pair. Right. So I actually think I'm just going to toss them because. But you could sell them because you've literally worn them for like four miles. You could sell them on yeah, one of these groups. Like, yeah, I guess I could. People always do that. And I'm always like, who buys these shoes? But yeah, for that price. But I could, yeah, I, I could sell them could. for 50 bucks. Yeah, so like, And then somebody's like, oh, this is super cheap. I'll take these. So we did, um, I just went back and looked. We only did 16.4 two weeks ago. And it was, yeah, we stopped at three hours. Oh, okay. So it <laughs> so was an, an hour, hour and 25 minutes. An hour and 25 minute jump. So, um, so. 
Then we headed out and we had lots of fuel. So when we looped back to the house, because we had added the three miles, um, I grabbed another Martin for each of us. So we had those. We had what that made five. Each of us had five Martins available. Two packs of honey stinger. A pack of uh, sport Um, beans. Yep. And And salt. Yeah, so much salt. (laughs) And so then around like 12 miles, I also had worn, because since you wore super shoes, I also wore super shoes. Yeah. Which, you know, it was like we didn't need them because we decided to just not do speed, basically. Yeah, and we'll we, were, we were thinking that we might do, like, a descend or might do a little bit of, of speed work. But then, yeah, we'll talk a little bit yeah. about, like, why we're actually not going to do any speed work until after the marathon. Yeah. Yeah, so we so around 12 miles. I don't know. My feet started to bother me. My Achilles on my non-planter foot. And I was like, uh, maybe we should switch out. We were right by my house. So yeah. we ran to my house, and I switched my shoes to my regular trainers as well, which were... Rincones, Hoka Rincones. And then, like, it was at, we were at two and a half hours in, and then my stomach starts to do well, so thing. you ate real food, though. Was that before I, your stomach bothered you? No, my stomach was already, like, we had talked yeah. about we were over-sweet already. We already wanted salty yeah. food. Like, like, literally, like, an, an hour in, yeah. I was like, I'm so done with sweet things. Like, I have palate fatigue like crazy. I was able to get in three Martins and, and a pack of chews. Um, which was uh, two packs of chews or a pack and a half of chews and all my beans, which was like really, really good for me. Um, because later on I got GI distress yeah. like the other way. <laughs> when you had your Martins. Yeah. So yeah. that happened in Mountains of Beach. But so, um, yeah, so my stomach started to get like that, you know, a little bit of nausea that creep in. I thought maybe the chips would help. Ate the chips and I just didn't feel better, but I... We stuck it out. Like, I remember yeah. when we got to, like, 18, and I was, like, like honestly, if I was alone, I would have stopped by yeah. 18 and been, like, this is enough. But we stuck it out. We got, you know, we just kept going. We were we had, okay, one more mile till we turn around, and then one yeah. more mile till we – and then we, you gave us the let's reset at 22. Let's stop our watches, yeah. and, and we can either walk or we can run back. We stopped. I felt sick. <laughs> Dry heaving in the bushes. Yeah. And then we reset. We – Turned back but nothing, nothing came out. No, no puke. Because I hadn't had any Gatorade. Otherwise, there would have. Otherwise, there would have been a great puke video. Yeah. Sorry. I was not fueled <laughs> enough. Or I was fueled enough, but I wasn't overfueled to where yeah. I had any ammunition. And then we started another run, and I like I felt good enough to run, but like it was we took extra walk breaks in that next mile. Yeah. Mile point one or whatever to get us to twenty three point one. Yeah. But so that was at yeah. So we essentially did like four hours and like twenty. For 25 minutes total yeah. and it was a huge huge jump like it's like we do not recommend this at home kids I mean well, it actually worked out fine completely it, fine it did and here's the thing like we had a couple of options so we're four we were four weeks away from Marine Corps and we had a couple of options like with how to structure these last four weeks we could have done 18 and then gone up to 20 this weekend or 22 this weekend. So 16, 18, 22. Yeah. And then kind of take two weeks down and go into the race. Or we could do 20, we could do a 20 plus this weekend, have a down week, and then do another 20 plus and have a one week or a two week taper. So that's kind of the rather than doing a build like a three-week build, we're really doing an alternating build. And so this week will be a little bit more of a down week. Um, 
And here's the thing, like, just because there was GI distress on both of our parts, it was actually relatively warm, um, kind of from 13 miles on. The sun came out. Just because we both suffered with a little bit of GI distress, Naomi with upper, me with lower, doesn't mean that that's going to happen in the next 20 miler. It doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with our fueling strategy. The fact that we were able to get in, um, I was able to get through that third Martin at three hours is like huge for me. I mean, I was still take, I still probably until the last hour had like stayed close to that, you know, 40 grams of carbs that we're looking for per hour, which is like, you know, two gels or, you know, whatever. Um, like it's pretty good. Hopefully, um, Hopefully things will shape up and we won't have issues. Now, yeah. one of the one of the things about what we are doing is because we have built up our mileage so fast um, with all this long distance, we have to be very careful because our fitness is improving with this long distance. And when your fitness starts to improve, you start to want to test it with speed. And you can, like, there's this old misnomer of only increase by either distance or intensity by 10% Mm -hmm. week to week. I'm not sure it's exactly that 10%, but we can't be throwing these big distance jumps in with additional speed jumps. It's a recipe for injury. So with all of this distance work, like we're going to start to feel like we want to go faster. And that's where we have to go. No, like we can't push speed because it will, little niggles will creep in and those will turn into injuries. And, you know, the the big thing is Naomi's got her sights on a second marathon after Marine Corps. And in order to be able to, like, be ready for that, like, you got to stay healthy through, <laughs> healthy yeah. through Marine Corps. And if you were to do any speed training, I would say, you know, uh, like, not the week after Marine Corps, like, because it's four, is it four weeks? Three. It's three. Yeah. So I would give like kind of the week after, by that weekend before, that weekend after Marine Corps, you could do, um, you could do a mile repeats workout. At right. Kind of where, like we could like kind of say, like look at your watch or whatever and say where you are, maybe make a 10 second leap of faith. Go do mile repeats workout if you were feeling good, if right. we keep it easy. But, like, if we don't. Depends on how we run Marine Corps. Yeah, really. exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. if we run Marine Corps, you know, close to full effort, I don't know. We'll see. Or, yeah, <laughs> or even, like, in that middle zone where it's a little yeah, faster than. Yeah, So it'll all depend. And, like, yeah, I think it was really the smart call, obviously, that when we're jumping from, now that I look at it, 16.4 to 23.1, that we didn't do a progression run and we didn't do mile repeats in there because I, other than the fact that I felt extremely tired the rest of the day and my stomach was off, which, by the way, then I found out, like, then I, you know, realized, and I had started to feel it Saturday morning, that, like, as you can tell, I'm sick. I got my son's virus. And so I think that was, like... Um, you know, probably part of why my stomach yeah. was off on the weekend. But other than that, my legs Sunday and through now have felt That's completely awesome. normal. I had no DOMS. I had no, which was very weird for me because normally, normally with the 20 and 20 something milers, I do feel a little sore the next day, but literally no soreness, no effects of, of like 
it on my legs. So that's good. So that was that's smart really, because really we've good. yeah because we did the opposite when we did our progression run, which was a twenty one miler four weeks out from from Mom's Mountain Beach, Beach, and I couldn't walk for, I mean that whole four week period I was battling barely being able to walk or run from when we did that progression run to like blowing up yeah. my adductor on that run to then going and doing Mountains to Beach. Four weeks later, like it was a, it was like a, I don't know if I'll be able to run at all, period. Yeah. So, so we did the smart call. We'll see if we decide to do any. Yeah. Like, I mean, even with our like 1530s though, even though we're not sustaining pace, we are doing. We are running s- pretty quick. Fast. I mean, right. to be able to run like right under 11 is pretty quick. Like right. we're running seven Flats, yeah, we're because we're averaging, and yesterday too, like on our regular everyday runs, we're averaging around eleven. Oh yeah, I and we mean, have some ten, ten low ten. We in were there. running, we were running like we did a low ten, and that was a six fifty pace. Right. I mean, that's so even without speed work, like we're still getting, we're, we're doing we're, speed work, we're getting speed work. <laughs> Um, but it's very interesting running a lot of 1530s. 3030s feel very difficult they feel so right long. now. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm still I'm still nervous about Marine Corps. I'm like I have no doubt that I can run Marine Corps in 11 minute miles. Yeah. I am a little concerned that I cannot do anything faster. Well, I'm a little concerned I can't do anything longer than 1530s. I am also a little concerned that I will go, let's run 1530s and do 1015s the whole way, and that that will blow you up. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm a little, and I know that you want to run the additional, you want to run the the marathon afterwards. And so, like, I'm like, man, I could probably do 1015s for this 1530s, but, like, I, I mean, I could probably sustain them, but I think your I think your legs would like decide that to kill you. It might or my stomach, because yeah. my heart rate will probably jump up. That's right, which is yeah. then what sends my stomach into its its nausea yeah. cycle and like. But like you said, like that'll happen on a long run, not on every single long run. But right. the nausea it's thing will happen something. on a long yeah. run. It happens every year, at least on one of my long, super long runs, and like it's just something that like. I have to accept or, like, but I have all, to figure out. But I also have to, like, realize it's not going to be every long run. I'm also worried. Like, I haven't yet felt felt fatigued, like, super fatigued. Like, I feel tired at the end of the day. But, like, I feel great in the mornings. Like, I don't have that, like, first trimester just, like, super, super fatigue. I would say you've, you have, though, because you've been, like, you've been tired enough to wear on an, at, the, at night. That's yeah, when yeah, you, at that's, night. That's when you're feeling it. You're not oh, going to okay. feel it all day. But I feel so great during the no, like I in the morning and day. stuff. It was so, only in the evening when I ever had it. Like I just, I just hope that I don't get into this like super fatigue no. feeling at like eleven or twelve weeks because that's right when, you know, we're doing this marathon. <laughs> no, no, like the fatigue for me at least in first trimester was always like it would be at six o'clock at night. I'd want to come home and take a nap after oh, work, yeah. but I always felt I just go to bed at seven thirty. Yeah, it's I great. always felt good like throughout the day. It was only yeah, at night. Actually. So, I, I, Oh, my body gonna... battery, like, charged oh, up last good. night. It good. charged up over 70. Yeah, That's amazing. 72 this morning. <laughs> That's great. I wonder but, Yeah, so I don't think was. you're going to feel worse going from, like... I got a sleep score of 76. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, you need to get six more days of that to get that stupid badge. I know, right? <laughs> it's all relative. Like, we were talking about with... I will a lot of times have good sleep scores or good HRV, and I don't feel... Like that rested. But it's a just, minute was added to my marathon time. 
Mine's yeah, yeah mine got slower. Mine's four nineteen right now. Mine went to well, mine had dropped to four eight seventeen yesterday. It's four eighteen now. It was so. four eighteen yesterday. Now I'm four nineteen. Okay. Well, so I we'll think our see. watches are just being realistic with us. Well, yeah, no, that, like I would be happy with only with ten minutes fat, like eight to ten minutes off Mountains to Beach would be oh my God. great for me. Like, it'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't think we necessarily could strive for that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should like look at our watches and like can't come up with the average and like shoot for that time exactly. <laughs> yeah, or ten minutes slower than that time because our watches said we could do. Four or sub four for nah, each. So. We'll go for we'll go for what the, go like, for broke. Go for what it actually says. Ah. I think if we take it out easy, we're gonna be fine. Yeah. I mean, like that's gonna be the trick, just taking it out easy yes. and like just enjoying the whole flipping thing and you know, looking at the weather. The other piece about it too is um Marine Corps has a tendency to start off with beautiful weather and finish with the horrible hot sun of Hades. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge problem with a lot of these yeah. races. And, like, wine glass this weekend was yes. incredibly hot, and there was a, a, almost everybody had a big slowdown in towards the end. And, and Twin Cities, black, they canceled. Canceled the, it. Two hours before the flag. race because of the heat. And, actually, the heat was going to be, what, 83 or 84 for the high, which I get it. Maybe that's hot for Minnesota, but that would have been normal for Marine Corps finish. Yeah. Like 80-something is not like out that's of the That's crazy. Realm. I didn't realize that it was just in the 80s. Yeah, it was going to be like 83 or 84, and they canceled it two hours before. So wow. a lot of people, of course, because that for a new that's race. crazy. Um LB did uh, Air Force with in 95 degree. They did black yeah. flag the race, but they let people finish. And like other races have gotten to the 80s, like Chicago and. I mean, all, Disney, all well, Disney, they did black flag um, the marathon in 2020. They, uh, they black flagged it halfway through and started diverting people like right at, I want to say it was like right at three. If you hadn't passed a certain point by. Um, like three thirty, you were diverted, and so yeah. I was able to do the whole race. I finished at three fifty nine, which was my goal, my only goal. Get yeah. it under four hours, and like be able to take a picture with the clock. I think I actually ran a three fifty seven, but I was able to take a picture with the clock still, still saying, saying three. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, so they. I know it was kind of. I think that's gonna get. A lot of, you know, that's going to yeah. probably happen more because other races will be like, oh, if they did it, we can do it too then just to protect yeah. for liability purposes or whatever. Um, I can I can imagine how difficult that is to train and be ready to run uh, only to have that happen. That and, morning too, like you don't even have time to react to it. You're, yeah. You've flown in for this race or whatever yeah. and you're like, that's just got to be really hard. I mean, I wonder if races will start changing when they schedule because of weather, like because we are seeing yeah. a global climate shift. Yes. Like... Yeah, like will September races and, just go and August races have to just go away? Will they have to just either go away or, or move, move further to, north? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, or move into the winter? Like yeah. you know, will you have to have these races? It, like for example, Air Force, which is always hot and it's in Ohio it's in September. It's, um, like it's because it's the Air Force anniversary. Yeah, so they I know the Air Force but, birthday. Right, but like, do you think they are going to have to like? Yeah. Move to or November, drop, or December, or drop out, drop down from marathon to just halves. Right, like that's true. It's, I mean, people's health is more important than any stupid race time. True. Even though it's so fun to run marathons, it's 
Like, it's not worth getting sick or dying because the weather conditions. Yeah. I didn't realize it was only going to be 83, though. I know. I mean, I hate to say, like, I guess that that's a really, really, you know, just not normal for Minnesota, but... I don't know, because that's, that's not that hot. Like, it just, yeah, yeah it's not that hot. <laughs> I don't know what was going through the minds of the race directors other than they just, yeah. Well, then what do they do? Do they give everybody their money back, or do they give them know. the race for the following year? I have to or? look at that. But I know a lot of people have pivoted, and they're trying to go do a different, like, people sign, sign up for Marine Corps, people sign up for other races that are within a few weeks so they can mm-hmm. keep their training. Marine um, Corps 50K is still open. Oh, but the 10K is sold out, I heard. Yeah. So... It's crazy. <laughs> well, I think the Marine Corps, I think the marathon's closed, though. Yeah. And transfers just closed. But, yeah. like, people were transferring last minute on yeah. that day once they got Richmond, the race Richmond, I saw a lot of people looking after a wine glass, like, trying to get in, especially in our MRTT groups. Oh, yeah. At Richmond. Um, yeah, because wine glass, it must, I don't know how hot it got, but it got hot this weekend. You know what, it though? Was a hot that's weekend. extending, that's extending your peak for four weeks, five, uh, for four weeks, five weeks to do Richmond. People ought to, like, be looking at Philly, and then they are able to then recover and then re-peak. I think that that's – I think four or five weeks is a really tough turnaround. It is too tight. I did that with – I mean, when I went from Mountain Speech to Grandma's, it was only four weeks, and that wasn't – it wasn't enough time. But then when we did – like, when I did Chicago, blew up, and then we did Marine Corps three weeks later, easy, and then Philly three weeks later. So it was a six-week break between – or not break, but, like, a six-week – you know, stretch. That the was, issue was that I still didn't like. I didn't reach my potential at Philly because I had peaked for Chicago. Like right. I was my, I was trying to hold on to fitness for that long. So I mean, you were still pretty. I mean, your Philly time was really good. Like, yeah. I mean, it it wasn't. I mean, but I feel like I was extending. I was holding on. Yeah. And I was tired at that point. But it was still like. I mean, if we compare the the percentage, like I improved from a three forty four to a three forty one. You improved from a three fifty to three forty six. Yeah, very so similar still, percent improvement. Exactly, still a good percentage. It's so, just I feel like I was trying to hold on too long. So yeah, I don't know. Like people who missed out. They if you didn't run a marathon this weekend, then I guess it's. It's a little different than yeah, trying to but hold even on. still, but, yeah. If you didn't run this weekend, like, but still, your body is gonna like. But yeah. if you ran wine glass, take if the you recovery from down and take then, the recovery from wine glass or yeah. whatever. You know, if you're going to Chicago this weekend, take the recovery, no matter what happens at that race. Yeah, and then you know, don't look at trying to get a redemption race in November. Look at doing a half in December or January. Yeah, or just look at. Take a month down and then look at a different cycle and yeah, start know, over. Start over. Yeah. Run some five Ks in the winter. Yeah. I love five Ks in the winter. They're the best. I'm looking forward to running some five Ks in the winter. Yeah. Like, um, I'm thinking Thanksgiving. I'm thinking maybe a December uh-huh. one. New thinking Year's. New Year's. Um, the Valentine's Day one. Yeah. Still feel good. Yeah, so we'll, I mean, so we'll see how I feel. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run a 5K in Atlanta yes. for Jeff's for Jeff's weekend, or at least walk it if, if not run. Oh no, I'm gonna run it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna beat the time we ran last year. You're gonna be how? Whatever you run, like 30 minutes. 30 what do you minutes? mean, like 36 weeks? <laughs> I don't know. What's uh, what's seven months? Uh, it'll be like 32 weeks. 30. I don't weeks. know. 
I'll be due. Yeah, I'll be due a month later. Yeah, so you'll be like 30, 35 weeks, something like that. So yeah, what did we run with Sarah? Did we run like thirty minutes, or did something we run like faster that. than I don't that? Know. But you All right, I'm easy. Gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. All right, we'll like, go look at I'm it. gonna run a sub thirty, I, or I'm whatever weeks I am. I'm gonna run sub that time. Yeah, like a thirty-five or thirty-five <laughs> weeks because that will be intense. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll just walk it though. I can power walk it. I can waddle it. Oh my gosh, Penny, why are you like so? Penny just came up, and she's literally Shedding. the sheddiest I've ever seen her Aww. right now. I don't even know how she got all the, got all sheddy. Oh, Penny. Yeah. All right. So, well, we're an hour in. I yeah. feel like this is a great place to say goodbye. We hope that you like our sort of how to stay motivated. <laughs> um, basically, you got to just do it. Just to yep. go out there. Nike. Just do it. It's true. Like, just put on your stuff before you have yeah. time to, to change your mind. Put on your gear. And then go outside because if you're outside in your running gear, you'll feel stupid if you don't go out for a run. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so just do it. And you know what? If the run isn't happening, take a long walk. Yeah. There's no no shame in getting some walking in. Yeah. Walking is the greatest. Um, oh, one other little motivator that we didn't talk about that we freaking love are the Garmin badges. Yes. Go after the Garmin badges. They're so fun. Yeah. Or apparently Chorus has badges if you're oh, a Chorus wearer. Uh, uh, Strava, Strava has badges. badges. Yeah. Peloton has badges. Everybody's yes. got badges. Badges, yeah. badges, badges. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should have. Um, maybe we should have a Ryan Galloway girls badge. Ooh, I like that. And, like you can submit for it. Yeah, a little digital badge and Let's put it up it. on your. I don't know where you put it in your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Well, have a wonderful day, and hopefully these tips help you stay motivated. And we're gonna do a question series in our stories. So that we can get more fodder for the podcast. Yeah, listener okay. questions. So, yeah. <laughs> Penny's <up>. done. <laughs> Penny's good to go. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, gosh. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs>